Hey gang. Na 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 podcast. <laughs> hey gang. <laughs> Welcome to our fortieth episode. We made it. Right. We've made it. Uh, as a tradition has sprung over the past forty episodes, each tenth episode we give you our movie review of something you know we've seen or anything. We give you a movie review. So this time, we are doing Batman 1989. Batman! By the way, this is Exus Nexus. Welcome to the show, people. This is a podcast where two exes get together, discuss their love of pop culture, while being joined with their current spouses. Indeed. Which aren't each other. (laughs) Right. That's why we're exes. That's Christina Parker. That's Jimmy Brogan. We're here with Kelly. And the captain. Hey! There he is, folks. And for to celebrate Batman 89, which is 30 years old... This year. Oh, my God. uh, The movie was made uh, in 89, which was the 50th anniversary of Batman. They're now celebrating, which I saw in the news this morning, the 80th birthday of Batman. Wow. here we go. Well, I think it's interesting, the 30-year thing, because I remember, and I said this to Wally about Batman 89, this was a time right before you could drive, but you still wanted some independence, and so we would get dropped off at Riverbridge Movie Theater. So we'd wander around the Riverbridge Plaza and just wreak teenage havoc, but I would actually go to movies, (laughs) too. Mm -hmm. And um, I must have seen this three times in the theater, because it was good, and... We'll get into it, but I would definitely... I can't tell you how many times I've seen I went, watched... I hadn't watched it in... I watched it yesterday. I hadn't watched it in years. And I can still quote dialogue, but now that we do this thing, I see movies from a completely different perspective. Like, I notice things I never noticed about it before. Interesting. Well, yeah. doesn't you, don't you think that has anything to do with age, too? I mean, we were little kids. Oh, yeah. For, I mean, our, like, what I'm going to talk about definitely has a lot to do with, like, where I am as a film watcher versus how I was when I was... 18 years old. So, the captain made us a drink for this oh. Batman celebration. Oh, captain, look at those Woo. fancy drinks. What are we drinking? We are drinking a drink called the Joker. Ah. Good call. Green and purple. I dig. So, the Joker is... Now, I actually got a little Martha Stewart this weekend. I actually made the vodka. Uh, three ounces of grape Jolly Rancher infused vodka and a quarter ounce of lime juice. And you put those in a glass with some ice, and then you fill it with seltzer water. I think that I use too much seltzer, because I think it needs to have more of that grape vodka punch. Is that... Oh, it was a grape vodka? Yes. He made it out it's of Jolly Rancher. Jolly Rancher and I can oh, oh, you're Oh, you're serious. That's yeah. awesome, yeah. dude. So you awesome. take... So now, if, you, if you're at home and you want to make this, you, I, you take 14 Jolly Rancher hard candies. Holy shit. And you put them in a, a seal-proof jar... And you put two cups of vodka in, and you let seal it... proof, so the seals can't get in. <laughs> and you leave it overnight, and then uh, you shake it up, and you leave it overnight, and then uh, it's done when it's all their all the Jolly Ranchers are dissolved. Put it in the fridge and let it. Uh, and you chill. even have this color, this this purple pretty, haze yeah. to it. I'm yeah, it is a pretty in, drink. I'm gonna bring in some more vodka because I think it, it's uh, lacking some of the. It great tastes vodka. like Dimetap. Bring a little it bit. No, it doesn't. 
Not well, not it's as not bad. It's not as good. Oh. I think it's, it's good. Not... <laughs> wow. So, want me just raid the medicine cabinet for you sometimes? Diamond tap tastes good. Interesting <laughs> cough syrup. Oh That's man. That's the one I'd go for. Yeah, it was my allergy go-to as a kid. I think it's good though. Yeah, you I can think definitely taste the great Jolly Rancher. Purple drink. Too. Purple drink. I like your purple shirt. While he's wearing a purple shirt. Oh, I turned on is the. Wearing um, a Joker shirt? No, it's not a Joker shirt. Um, I but don't think is. I have a Joker shirt or a Batman shirt. I had a I Batman should. shirt for years. I had both. I don't know what happened to it. Uh, the lightsaber in the hall, the light, the sconce is purple. Okay. Yeah. You got Mace Windu's purple lightsaber. I mean, you can change the color. It's just purple oh, right now. Okay. You guys want some more vodka? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Look at that purple shit. Mm. Yeah, purple me. That's good. Thanks. <laughs> Kelly. I right. like it. And you cut up some uh, lime wedges and uh, or lime circles, whatever, and you put them in there. And I have these guys that I forgot to make it more fancy. Oh, wow. Oh, uh, look at you. He gave us um, little skins. A little, he gave us a little rind. And you got some umbrellas. And some umbrellas. No, stop with the umbrellas. So you got a little stop bit of it. penguin going on. Mm. With this, with well, this they were green. Too. The reason I chose them is because we had, <laughs> we had green stuff, so... I can see more the, purple. I can see the Joker stabbing someone to death with an umbrella anyway. Yeah, totally. Wow. We need more purple? Well, maybe next time you should make a fucking purple drink. How about that? Okay. Purple. Um, so... Woo, there it is. Yeah. Shall we begin? What did we think? Do we Are we just going to start from the beginning? I, we can start from... We, we can go around the table and talk about how, how we like it and then go into d- details about it. What do you think? Hold on. I'm going to talk to my phone. Okay. Cheese. Okay, well, she's taking a little selfie of herself. I did, and when I say to my phone, cheese, it takes my picture. I feel like you should be sitting oh, on a beach with this. You're so thing. cute, I want to punch you in the face. <laughs> all right, so let's get down to it. All so, right, first of all. How did it age in 30 years? Uh, it, it's okay. It's, okay, let me, but let's preface this episode by saying that we've seen this obviously a lot. A lot. And when this came out, there was really no other superhero movie like this. I mean, it was all just kind of lame up until then. It's really kind of the first one since Superman. It was and the let's first about... one to break uh, all kind of expectations, and it was the first one to give the audience really what they wanted. Like, Tim Burton. Yeah, I mean, I think that we were all waiting for a, an anti-hero hero, a dark, dark hero. But, no it's, a, but it's also, um, it's still very, it very much speaks in Tim Burton's language. Oh my it's God. a Tim Burton Absolutely. movie. Oh my God, it there's, there's scenes in the movie that are straight from Beetlejuice. There's scenes in the movie that are like the Danny Elfman music is just oh, Pee Wee awesome. Herman, so straight awesome. up Pee Wee Herman. Sometimes it's The Simpsons. And it's interesting to see them both like getting ideas that would go on to become other ideas or however that works, like the, the, you see their patterns. Well, let me tell you, I uh, I did I did not I didn't just watch the movie yesterday. I also this morning I watched a making of, and I also watched a retrospective of this movie. They're on YouTube. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! And each one's over a half hour, about a half hour long. So, so interesting. What yeah. was the first one you said? Like the making of. The making of. Oh, cool. And the retrospective's super cool because it's a lot of years later. And Jack Nicholson's in it talking about it. Like, yeah, they got Jack back to talk about it. And I don't know how old it is. It's older. It's not like they just did it recently. But still, Jack came back. And Jack was wearing purple. Nice. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Tim Burton was my childhood, and I didn't even realize it. Like, mm-hmm. until watching this, thinking about Beetlejuice, thinking about Pee Wee Herman, thinking about this. Like, all of those things were very much movies of my youth, of my, like, being a little kid. And 
So, do we say we've been raised by these men? <laughs> Basically, we've been raised on Tim Burton and Danny Elfman. Um, it was cool. That felt good. Like, there was some nostalgia. That was super mm-hmm. nostalgic. I think the movie... for Here's... I'm, I'm going to a big thing of what I noticed right off the bat, but I think because what we're talking about seems like it. There's a, there's a real great old Hollywood detective noir story going on there. And I that feels like... And I know this is a movie from the 80s, too, but because The Untouchables also harkens back to those Mickey Spillane. Hey, how's that camera noise? Is it good? Um, Philip Marlowe, like, like she walked into my, it was a hot August night, she walked into my office. Like, there's a really, which I also think makes the movie age well because there's sort of a timelessness about it, even though it sort of harkens to the past. Right, but that's what I like about the world that he creates. Yeah. Is that there's no real time period. Is it weird 20s Art Deco? Is it 40s Detective Noir? Is it late 80s shoulder pads and big hair? Like, all of it is so of... Yeah, it's of the moment. that I wrote this down, too. So late 80s. The clothing. Oh, my God. <laughs> because... See, I, I, I really felt like there was a very sort of... Um, like all the gangsters wore like all their all their suits, and I, I it, it to yeah. me it harkened back to the '30s and the '40s more more than I guess shoulder pads, you know. Yeah, it was the '30s and '40s as seen through the filter of the late '80s. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's all right, or the yeah. Filter of Tim Burton. Yeah, well, Both. yeah, there's that yeah. too. Both, there's right? Too. Exactly, because Tim the sets. Oh my God, I love the sets. I love the set and the huge like obviously painted gray backdrop. Like, that to me, like, you're talking about harking back to the Hollywood, the old Hollywood stuff. This is one of the first movies growing up where I was really, uh, the production design really grabs my attention, and I actually got interested in production design and looked it up, and uh, the production designer... Pinewood Studios. I remember Anton First, who's the production designer, uh, he did this, and he did, I think, Awakenings, which was, I think, a Penny Penny Marshall film, but uh, I I thought his work was amazing, and I was really sad to learn that he had killed himself, taken his own life, like, afterwards, but... Because you know where could that guy have been now? I mean, he was so talented. I mean, this, right? This I mean, they cre- he created a whole city. It was unbelievable. It's fucking amazing. And it's Batman. It's like talk about you know having a little of your work cut out for you. I mean, they did a beautiful job. It's just so awesome. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I really do. I didn't know he killed himself. That's really tragic. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. A long time ago, nineties, early nineties. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, um. Oh, let me just say too, and I it, it didn't it didn't hit me at first because. The credits take a long time yeah. to roll around to that bat insignia, but when that simple Batman lettering come comes up, yeah. immediately took me back to being a kid. Yeah. Man, there's just I don't with I don't the know gold what, and like uh, the like the I like light chills. reflecting no, off it's, of it. It's all the dark, the dark one in the title sequence. Oh, the dark! I like the one with the like. Okay, I must have missed it. It's just it's just a really simple font, but it's just there's just something exciting about it. I just, love. Just the, I, just the, I love at the end of the title sequence. It's very subtle, like when the music reaches the the, the, the climax. And the music's amazing. It's yeah, still amazing. And, and the music reaches that climax, and then there's this, like maybe maybe a second and a half like push really fast in, like you're flying into the logo. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and then it just fades to black really quick. It's really awesome. I love that little subtle touch. It's like, oh man, here we go. And then. Vicky Vale comes on. Okay, we're not even close yeah, to that stop. yet. We're uh, not even yeah. close to that. Let I'm going to say Danny Elfman's score is fucking amazing. It is oh, yeah, amazing. I thought we talked about Danny. I, I scooted past my Danny Elfman. Um, so, 
real quick, the the Taurus guy that reminds you of Batman's parents when they go down. I know the where we are. Do you yeah. do you know who that is? Mm-mm. It's yeah. Biggs Darklighter from Star Wars. No way. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Blast it, Biggs. Where are you? That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. Wow, that's awesome. Wait, I'm gonna Eckhart. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Park. That's Porkins. No, from Star Wars. Yep. That's fantastic. Yep. Dude, is you're Eckhart killing me right I did some research. Is Eckhart the fat detective who is... Yeah. He's the corrupt, he's, he's he's the corrupt, corrupt detective. detective. He's the one... Ah, uh, the drinking Drano. <laughs> the bad the bad dub. Yeah, detective. Oh, God. The, yeah, I, the, some of the dubbing is a little bad, but... Oh, God. It's fucking Porkins from Star Wars. That's it. That's, that's awesome. awesome. That is. That's so cool. Yeah, you got two st- OG Star Wars guys. That's really that's funny. Well, um, Who both died in the Battle of Yavin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they had to get more work. Porkins, pull up! <laughs> Hashtag Star Good Wars job. nerds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love how comic booky it is. I do mm-hmm. love the painted sets. I love mm-hmm. the fact that it did feel like a comic book still. That's that they one hadn't... of the first things I said. Too. Yeah, because and that was the time too of the comic. I mean, of the cartoon series, right? The Dark Knight cartoon series, mm-hmm. and that series. But that came after. But it was okay, but not long after. No, no, no. I mean, the cartoon like was seriously ba- based on D- the color. Burns. Oh my god! It just was again so much of my childhood. that to me is Batman one of the things that's really interesting about the cartoon just to change subject a little bit is that and they had never I don't think they've ever done this before is that when they made all the animation cells they were all against black Mm. everything starts off white correct so they they had rubbed off to make the light color that's what gives it that unique feel to Mm -hmm, it that weird depth one of the other things I forgot about too is just like how like gangstery this movie is like it's about fucking gangsters doing gangster shit I love it you're so funny because my whole thing was like what the fuck is even going on like what is this dumb storyline they're trying to make some storyline I I will say in addition to that like the, the, the script and the screenplay it's a little light I think I wrote that down, and it could have been a little bit better, um, wherever my notes are, right in front of my face. Uh, yeah, it was a little <laughs> bit light, and it could have been a little bit better. I mean, it was, they kind of glossed over a lot of the stuff, trying to maybe get to the to the. Point they had script there. rights up until the very end of, uh, of oh, the, wow. script rewrites up until the very end of this movie. I'm not yeah. saying it's bad, it's just a little No, bit. it's not. One of my notes was like, I don't even understand what Jack Nicholson is doing being at the plant, and what he was getting caught doing. Plot lines, question mark. Oh, he wanted, because no, Jack was, was easy, Jack yeah. was fucking the Jack, right Jack was, of, was fucking Jack Carl Hammond's Grissom's just, girlfriend mm-hmm. who's Jack Plant. Yeah. And he wanted him gone. So yeah, that he so he set there. he set him he sent him he to said, access to set him up. I need you to go to Access Chemicals and clean out the place because we have documents there, and you know the cops are sniffing around. So go get it out, and make it look like corporate espionage or whatever. Yes. So he goes there. There's we, nothing. We've there. been ratted out, boys. They, he realizes he they just set him up. It's so confusing. I don't think it's, it's confusing not. at all. And then Carl Grissom, the mob boss, Were called you? the cops. No, I wasn't confused um, about that. No, he called, he called his buddy Eckhart, Porkins, and said, look, this is what's going on. Yeah. Maybe I wasn't looking for an actual story, so there being I, an actual story <laughs> was surprising, and uh, I don't, couldn't let's, follow let's, Some movie critic you are. No. Let's dial it back to the animated Batman, our first introduction to Batman in this. Remember that, the overhead shot? Yes. And he's a little cartoon. Yes. Oh, I, I love it. I yeah. love it. I think it's great because it's just like a transition. Tim Burton was an animator. He worked at Disney yeah. as an animator. So I kind of like... There's also like something it. about like the way... Like the, those... Like when Batman swoops in. Like I know it's like with cables and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the way it's shot and the way it's choreographed just yeah. looks... They don't do it like that anymore. Yeah. And there's just something like... You don't necessarily see his full body. You just kind of like yeah. see him coming in at this very hard mm-hmm. angle. Right. Like you, you can watch something like... Um, 
Like the wire work in a movie like uh, X Men: The Last Stand is really bad. Like people flying, you can almost see them like bouncing. And there's a very firm movement to Batman when he's like swooping in or swooping out of something mm-hmm. that I feel like that they don't do anymore. And it, and it it looks really really cool. Yeah. Like especially with the access chemicals kind. Of, yeah. Uh, kind, kind of thing. Um, I will say uh, before we move forward, I loved one thing I love about this movie is how they introduce him as a ghost story first. Yeah. That's my favorite part of the film. Like, I have to agree with that. that that's nice. what I heard. Mm-hmm. I heard the fucking bat got him. Fucking yeah, you heard the bat got him. <laughs> yeah. like, I love... And then setting, they're like, you're full of shit. Yeah. It's a superstition. I love setting up the rumor. I love sh- setting up mm-hmm. the aura of this mythical figure. And and then that's great. And then everyone's terrified of this. Yeah. Right, like, he had nothing to do with making his own press... No, it, it just, just happened. Absolutely. Which, I don't think which, he wanted it. I mean, it's which, definitely one of the very reluctant aspects. So to me, the most of the story, beyond the like gangster story, right, that I didn't understand, obviously, uh, the story to me is about <laughs> the Joker wanting to be get more attention than the Batman. Correct. Well, at that turning point, yeah. I, I, well, I, I, I didn't like that motivation because I liked... I, I didn't like that motivation. I'm agreeing with you, you fucking dick. Oh, I thought you were making fun of me. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you are a psycho. I haven't had much to eat today. How are you doing, Joker? You mm. are just like the Joker right now. Do do we need to talk about femopause? I'm changing the name of menopause. No, men oh, we're talking it. about Batman here. I know, but I'm hot. It's then so take fucking your fucking, hot. why are you wearing take your grandma your smock? Why don't you take your top off? It's not a grandma smock, it's called a fucking kimono. And, and they're very cute. trendy right now. Oh, okay. And, and apparently they're like a parka. She's burning up. I'm burning up. Burning up for our love. Uh, this is the great vodka talking. Well, I have a question, you know... And I don't know, maybe it's because I'm just, like, spacing out here. But have, have in any of the other Batman movies, when they harken back to when his parents are killed... Oh, they do it in every movie. Is it? Much. I know Everyone. they do, but what I'm saying is, is in, in this movie, it's basically alluding to the fact that, that Jack Nicholson's character, the Joker, yeah, killed d- his parents. But that was just... I think that, that was just what they did specifically for this movie. Okay. Because yeah. I was yeah. like, I don't recall yeah. that because happening They, they loved that little... I actually... I did, too. I, I, I actually did it too. made it nice and clean. Yeah. yeah. Well... You made me. I made you. Yeah. Right. Like, like yeah. I, 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 I love that first. time. No, yeah. the guy that actually killed his parents is a character named Joe Chill. That's what but, I, I but, was like. That I got confused by that watching. And this he was movie just again. some random asshole. Yeah. yeah well, well, Han Solo's last name isn't really okay because going so, <laughs> down a rabbit hole. The, the cool <laughs> thing is, is uh, when they talked to Bob Kane about it because that was a point of controversy about the Joker being the killer of his parents. A lot of people didn't like it because broke protocol. Well. Right. I did too. Very well. I did too. But um. Bob Kane said, "If we, it, when they invented the Joker, he said he wished he had thought of that because he would oh, he wow. would have tied that nice. into it back in back in yeah. old school. It's perfect. Old school days. I yeah. don't remember that watching it years ago. I don't remember that scene for some reason. And then when I watched it, I was like, and oh I my love God, the, I love that. I love mm-hmm. the connection of you ever dance with the devil mm-hmm. by the yeah, devil light. Oh, it's so great yeah. when he has that flashback. Oh man, it is. It's a yeah, nice button. Like, There's yeah. a nice yeah. button. I feel like so many movies these days." Or leave you hanging because they're going to get three more fucking movies out of them. Mm-hmm. So they got to hang yeah, this on. This could have yeah. very well been a one-off. It could have been a yeah, one-off. Absolutely. It was a no, Batman story. You could have fucked the whole thing up. It was a Batman story. That's what That's it was. It. it was like reading a limited run of a, of Batman a story, story about Batman, like Killing Joke. It's like reading Killing Joke, right? Like, oh, it's a story about Batman and his enemies, and it's done. Cool. How great was the uh, the guy that they picked to 
be the young. I was just gonna. Uh, uh, yeah, that oh, guy yeah. looks exactly like a oh, young Jack. And his it's voice. crazy. Great. Yeah. I know. It's funny that you said that because I was looking at him like, where'd they find that I kid? Know. Holy but shit, so that similar. kid's face! And then when they pay, they like the editing. See you around, kid. So yeah. all right, let's circle back because we're getting way ahead. We right? are. Way ahead. Where so let's it? let's talk about um, let's talk about Michael Keaton as Batman. With his Billy Joel hair. Yeah. And his turtlenecks. So bad. I, I, I love him. I love, I love, I love him. it. I can't help so it. So I loved it as a no, kid, but yeah, as an yeah. adult, all I can see is Mr. Mom Does Me Batman. <laughs> that's exactly See, that's how we all saw time. it in the beginning. Don't forget, there were... Especially with the turtleneck. 50,000... Like <laughs> the turtleneck and the high-waisted dad jeans. 50,000 people, when he was cast as Batman, 50,000 people wrote... Not email. Yeah, like this is wrote. 1989. Yeah. So there yeah. were handwritten letters. Like, there's no wrote 50,000 people wrote handwritten letters to Warner Brothers saying that they miscast him. I remember there being a lot yeah. of controversy. Yeah. But then he oh. came out with like the Angelica Houston uh, light across his eyes and yeah. the blacked out eyeballs yeah. the behind the mask. Talk about film noir. Yeah. There's so many film noir instances in this film Absolutely. where he steps into his light and you just see those psychotic fucking eyes. And, 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 and awesome. Burton was right. Burton cast him based on his eyes. He's yeah. like, everyone's obsessed. And I think I've talked about this on the yeah. Yeah. Well, Everyone's obsessed should, with should the chin. We should hit it now because we're talking Because we're, we're here. So, yeah. But he goes... Burton said, everyone was obsessed with the chin. He goes, I saw Batman in the eyes. And he goes, and Keaton had this thing. And he does have this thing. It's crazy. That, 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 that crazy like, like, Yeah, he does. He really does have See, crazy See, he has eyes. the thing that I like about Bruce Wayne, where he's like just a normal guy. Mm-hmm. He's not some Christian Bale eccentric billionaire weirdo. I like that he's not comfortable with his riches, too. Like, he's yeah. still kind of an every guy. Yep. That's one of the things that I got from watching it this time, too. Mm-hmm. He just sort of, like, doesn't necessarily... Like, where he goes, this this house is very much mine, only because it's his house. But, it's not. but he's But he's not. Like, he hates the big I love, table I love and the formalities. I love the scene with, um, what's his name, and Vicky Vale, where they're in the armory, and they're totally making fun of him, and he's behind them. Yeah, I love it. That whole scene, to me, really... It just makes him cool. It does. Yeah. It sets up his character, and you don't dislike him because of it, though. No, yeah. no he's not an asshole about it. He's right. like, yeah, I deserve to be made fun of. I have all this pretentious bullshit. Uh-huh. I don't think but, it's pretentious. I loved that armory. I love the armory because it really shows you the other side of him that no one else really sees. And if they had cared to look a little bit further, I mean, I love because they're all masks and battle uniforms. Uh, good yeah, call, dude. It it's good all call. It's all masks and battle gear from mm-hmm. other uh, civilizations Cultures. and I didn't think cultures. About that. That's great, dude. Oh, that's yeah. the first, yeah, and it's. I love that. That's one of my favorite scenes in the it film. It is one of my favorite because scenes. Because it really shows you that this guy's got a dark side. He really is interested in this alter ego kind of thing and what it takes for other cultures to have. Who knows? A vigilante? Well, it leads back sort of to, uh, right, where did he even learn how to do what he does? Right. Mm -hmm. I got it in Japan. A little wink. Well, why were you in fucking Japan? And and that's cool that they, that a little subtle thing like that, like you don't have to, like Batman Begins is great. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with Batman Begins. It's a fucking fantastic movie. But the fact that you just sort of just touch, touch on, on it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just touch on it. You're like, yeah, what was he doing in Japan? He was learning martial arts so we can fuck dudes up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just is like a really interesting... That, to me, is one of the most interesting. Um, Can we go back for a second? Because yeah. I want to know where Vicky Vale comes from and why she was even there. And talk about being miscast. Do they talk about that anywhere that you scream. read? No, her we'll dumb boy. No, we'll stop. get to yeah, all yeah, of yeah. her we... fucking... I must have written in my four or five pages Probably. of notes. She sucks. She still sucks. God, well, you she hate sucks. women. Who do you think would have been better cast? At that time. Sean Young? Yeah, at that time. Who do you think Well, Sean Young was supposed to play her. I thought. And then yeah. lost was her marbles. Coco? No, I thought no, she was supposed to be Catwoman. Catwoman. No, yeah. no, she was cast. She was legitimately cast as Vicki Vale. No shit. She rode a horse, broke her arm, and then 
when they were doing Batman Returns, came back and lost her marbles and basically lost her street cred in Hollywood. I will say this. I think she would have been a better Vicky now. I agree with that because like she Sean got a little crazy. crazy as she, is. she got a little crazy eyes. And that so crazy it's like crazy for his, crazy. Yeah, match his crazy. Yeah, I feel like every time Kim Basinger acted, there was someone behind the camera going, okay, now lean on his right side. Look surprised. Are you... Are you trying to see if he's Batman? Ooh, you're surprised. Now look on the left side. Now look at his face. Oh, you can't see his face. Back up. Oh, you're surprised. Like, it was... <laughs> she was being directed, and she was acting. Well, here's the thing. Direction. I don't really have any notes about her. Other, <laughs> oh, other God, than, do uh, I have notes about her? No, what I'm saying is, I guess, that just it just didn't affect me. <sighs> I thought she did an adequate job. I would take Margot Robbie over. If Margot um, Robbie had been alive, then I would have cast her over this bitch. I, you know, here's the thing. I thought she was hot and cold. I thought she had some scenes where she yeah. was really, really good, and I thought some scenes that she was just adequate, yeah, and she was okay. Wow. Uh, She's not Christmas Jones. Kim Basinger so. sucks. <laughs> she couldn't even do the bit where she is looking for Bruce Wayne without doing a dumb job. This isn't my first two pages of notes. It's only on the second page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, people, her notes are in a hardcover uh, journal. Well, I feel like I have a bunch of journals, so I might as well just take notes on stuff. All right, go ahead. Um, the Batman needs glasses. Why not? <laughs> Only when he's reading. I'm a superhero. He doesn't need him when he's like running around seeing people. <laughs> yeah, he's near. He wears contacts or, or whatever. <laughs> That's yeah, really funny. Bat- whatever you think it is, it's the opposite. Um, right. Did Jack pa- Pal- did Jack pa- Palance? Palance, whatever. Did he die shortly after this film? Because he no, could barely he stand up. City Slickers. City Slickers was and after this. And then won an Oscar. Yes. Damn. And he won an Oscar after this. He did one armed push-ups at the Oscars after this. He could barely stand up in this movie. No. He was holding himself up on know. the desk. You're out of your mind. <laughs> it was. It, I felt bad. Man, for you're him. a harsh critic. <laughs> Let the Jack old man Palance. act for Christ's yeah, sake. Yeah, he was awesome. <laughs> okay. Um, you're not gonna win that battle. I know. I no, love the jaw. Jo- uh, my one of my favorite when they when he falls in the fucking soup and his Joker claw reaches up. Afterwards. I love how old school Hollywood that is. It's so awesome. It's so it's- old school okay. Hollywood. It's, it's so great. Good. Since we're on that track, let me bring up one of my main issues with the film, and that is now. My note says, "What is even going on?" No, stop. So, <laughs> what am I, what did am I, you watch this movie? You say that a lot in your notes when you're watching movies. <laughs> yeah, what what is going on? I think that she just trails off. <laughs> I was miles away. So one of my biggest issues with the film is the way that they did or wanted to do the Joker's uh, um, disfigurement or makeup. Now, I love the smiley thing. That's cool. But I think that, and correct me if I'm wrong, but he's supposed to have some pigmentation issues, right? Like his skin got bleached white. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that they illustrated that that well. I totally think the opposite thing. Oh, I think that. Wait, what? I don't. I don't. No, I don't know where you're going with this. The fact that he had to put makeup on mm-hmm. to cover up I his white skin. I, I don't think. I still don't believe that they. I made several notes in the I, opposite direction. No, I don't believe that they did that in the way that it was absolutely clear. And Holy I shit! To, when he wipes his brow, it's and amazing. Makeup, it's amazing. It's, it's such a cheap effect, Holy but it, it's shit. so effective. It's so effective. Maybe when that's why. Because it was such a cheap effect. No, splashes the water on him. Oh, yeah, that too. That too. I'm melting. I'm melting. No, all it would have taken is in the and here's here and I wow. No, when harsh we, critic, huh? Yeah, I, no, I take no. it back. Yeah. When we watched it, here's the thing. They sacrifice showing you what his issue was for the reveal. And what I mean by that is, like, they wanted to reveal the Joker all at once when he goes to kill 
Grissom. Grissom. They wanted that from the shadows reveal coming out. Uh, you can call me. It's not brilliant. It's great. I'm but sorry, but they no, show stop. his white hand. They don't show. It's not white. It's, it's like a Frankenstein. It no, be, it is white. It could be pruned. No, no, I'm, no, it's, no it's, white it's white with green fingernails. With green fingernails, that fucking hand comes up glove. and it's white, and you're like, "Holy shit!" What the fuck happened to his skin? All I wanted was when he was in the surgery wow. with the fucked up doctor. Is I wanted a scene where you could see, like, you remember what he did to his girlfriend? Oh Alicia? yeah, with like the. And she, oh, I have a problem with that no, too. No, 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 that really looked like her. Her makeup was really good. It, 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 <laughs> you said makeup. Her, this, uh, you said oatmeal on the face. It, it looked did. like shit. Her makeup looked dumb. That's it because his face was too perfectly white. It no, needed it, to have a little bit of scar oh, tissue. I just wanted to see a little bit in the beginning of the. the it's skin a comic book problem. movie, man. It's a comic book movie. You got that movie. from you got that from the Dark Knight. Don't They're go down the Joel movies. Schumacher route saying it's. I'm not. Movie. I'm not even going. I'm not even going to. No, what he said. No, that's off limits. That's off limits for this podcast. This is more on the smile. I agree. The, the, yeah, the I did too. With the skin color. But I get what you're saying. I just I feel disagree. like you needed to, I just feel like they needed to frame that kind of aspect a little bit better. That's all. You just wanted a bigger reveal. Can, can I give you a no, little No, I didn't want a bigger reveal. I wanted to know that his skin was bleached and fucked up. And that's, that's what it. I got when he wiped that's the makeup what I got right too. off of his face. I don't face. know how you you definitely interpreted that way yeah. different than we did. I think that's did. when you were getting a blowjob. So, you're not allowed to talk about that section of the movie. <laughs> you weren't paying attention. I've seen it before. The other night. Okay, so uh, another bit of tri- little nugget of trivia: all those tools that were on the tray to fix his face. Oh, I love it. Those tools were used in Little Shop of Horrors with Bill Murray. Fantastic. When, 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 wait, but wait. When Steve Martin was doing when, when Steve Martin was doing the surgery in Little Shop of Horrors. Cool. Also remember, Jack Nicholson played that role and in the black and white film. Right. Great. Cool. That Bill Murray played. Right. Wait, I have to say this. Very nice, Jimmy. I love your research. You're welcome. <clears throat> it goes with this. <clears throat> Kim, please stop. <laughs> uh, the Joker reveal is so good. So creepy. The scary tools. Ugh. That's literally my notes. Jack Nicholson was born to play this Play this. Oh, role. fantastic. Yeah. Is Jack it's Nicholson still, still the best Joker ever? Question mark. He steals this movie. Uh, yeah. Next, yes, that's the that. note he, right he, after sure. that. He got... He got top billing on it, and it so. doesn't. And here's the thing: we talked about when we watched it. Like we were talking about the thin. I, I wrote down the, the screenplay is a little thin and easy. It doesn't matter. I you, you could have been writing dog biscuit commercials. Jack Nicholson is going to take what you wrote and he's mm-hmm. going to fucking throw it to the moon. It's also, one of his, it's also one of his favorite roles. You, I have that written down. Oh my god, was that all improvised or was Which most one? of it? His just him, just him pulling some shit out of his ass. The Wait. scene where he leaves Vicky Vale's apartment after he supposedly kills Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. right. that's completely improvised. Okay, so let's go back to where he sees her. He did a great job. Where he's he, a genius. Where he, yeah. where he says, um, "That's why I on. did the Joker for the cocktail because this movie is okay. really about Jack Nicholson being awesome." Where, where Jack. <laughs> Jack Nicholson uh, is doing the whole wait till they get a load of me thing for the first like oh they're all like is all that weird shit just made up yeah it's gotta be just like Hannibal Lecter's Fava Beans and Chianti when he slurps that's all improvised well so my question is was it written in his dialogue because that was the late 80s it was Arsenio Hollow's whoop whoop Whoop, 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 yeah, I, didn't, whoop, I didn't tie whoop. that together. I didn't tie that at all. I didn't either until I today for I some reason. I think he was reason. doing like a boogeyman thing, whatever, like in his head. In his head. Totally. It so, but it's so weird. Whoop, whoop is no, so he was just weird. Doing, I think he no, was he just didn't. being weird. He, he literally says whoop, whoop. No, you're I just watched it. Jack said it was one of his favorite roles. 
when he fr- when he play. leaves the apartment that like you're talking about, he does that whoop whoop yes. thing again. So that's what I mean. Like, he, did he tie that? Thing? No, like, it's got some. No, why would he do it twice? Because I feel like a, that's part a, of his. He hit a mark and it worked. I, I feel like that's just, part of his boom. shit, man. I feel, but I do. I no. feel like that was part of his. I think okay. Arsenio has nothing okay. to do with it. I know. I'm not talking about fucking Arsenio anymore. I'm talking about <laughs> Jack Nicholson. Jesus Christ. You know, also one of the other things that I like too that was just like kind of like a little The de- bad Foley noises? A, a little detail. No. Is um, <laughs> that Jerry Hall and Kim Basinger kind of look Oh, they did that on purpose. Oh yeah, like that's oh, his that's his type. That's his type. And Jerry and, Hall and wasn't that bad. Which brings me back to these guys. This is my in all the comic books and all everything you can talk about, my favorite duo is Batman and the Joker. Um, I love how they're they've a polar opposite, like Belloc and Indiana Jones. They're the polar. I'm a shadowy yeah. reflection of you. I love the fact that they're polar opposites of each one another. So yeah, the fact that he's dating Jerry Hall, Bruce Wayne's dating Vicky Vale, and I actually wrote down right here is my note. Keaton is still solid. It, see, Keaton is great, solid, determined, and insane. Because Batman's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. If you haven't, crazy. if you, that's the best part about it is Batman. Although he's a uh, good guy. Yeah, although he's a good guy, and although he's a, uh, you know, what do you call it when you're uh, an alcoholic, but you can still functioning alcoholic, mm-hmm. he's a functioning insane person. Like, he's still fucking crazy to do what he has to do. So I, I love the fact that... That the, scene, that scene with the press and the and, and, the, and the gangsters Wait, we shit. haven't got... I'm, I'm, that's way over here on this page okay, for me. Okay, okay, go ahead. Um, I did like the makeup a lot. They did a good job with the flesh tones. <clears throat> still don't understand No, they the did. Plot. They did a great job. The Joker quotes and all the prints... Songs that came out that was pretty cool, right? Do you remember how big? Okay, um, who got the thing? Oh, who got the who got the logo made for the Joker and then put them on leather jackets? I hate it. That's a note. I have it right here. Yeah. I don't hate it. I gang it. jackets. I don't hate it. At gang all. jackets. No, and then it's on for the that character, he would no. want that. He wants as much publicity as possible. No, I, I disagree. He's too crazy for that. He's yeah. too. He's he too made an, infomercials too, for Smilex. Yeah, but that's different. He's not. He's an. Anarchist. Wasn't that very Beetle? That was very Beetlejuice. That was very. That I mean. Hold on, real quick. Speaking of makeup. Let's just remember that when Tim Burton put makeup on the eyes of Michael Keaton, uh huh, that everyone since then, thirty years later, Still uses that because it's the most effective way to translate a superhero to screen. And I think it's funny because guys still like take their mask off and there's no makeup. Yeah. But I mean, you watch any show, you watch uh, Arrow or any of oh, that. That's and, been canceled. And, 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 no, no, it's canceled. finishing. Oh, it's finishing. Can you give her some more purple vodka, please? No. Do we need uh, to? Um, no. Um, oh, okay. I just cool. yeah. you got to give Tim Burton a lot of okay. credit. Here's what I wrote: making the Joker jackets and the cars are a bit much. That's the only thing. The, the matching cars. What are they? The Voltaire? What, what car oh was my that? God. I can't complain about any, any of that stuff. Just because it's a, it's a comic. A it's a comic. It was com- movie. the cars were it comic was too comic-y. It was The cars too were comic booky, but the gang jackets were dumb. God, um, how, I would pay $1,000 for one of those jackets. You probably come, would have to. Yeah. Yeah, I know. How come she never had a camera? She's a photographer. She had a camera? She was trying to take Event? Of- Wait, so this is my note. After the gang jacket thing? Oh, Kim Basinger, you poor oh, bastard. She finally has a camera. Finally. When she finally is... When she's on top of the building and she's taking the photos? Yes. Because well, we finally, stopped it. He goes, I don't recall her having the bag before she got on top of the building she didn't, with the camera. And exactly. Like, she didn't. She had a bag, but not one that big. And when he asked her how much she weighs, which also is really rude. Also fucking rude. <laughs> rude, rude. 
Um, didn't like it. Uh, oh, she finally has a camera. The mobster business storyline seems like a necessary thing that doesn't belong. <laughs> I disagree. I the mob I has too. to be involved. I know. Yeah. Um, Danny Elfman music, one step away from Pee Wee. I disagree with that 100%. Listen to the score. Matt, I mean, Danny I haven't Elfman's seen Pee Wee in a long it's, time. It's, but. Very, it's very close. It is in, I love the score of the I game. love I, the score, but in moments, that said, it's Pee-wee The Simpsons Herman's and Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure is one of my favorite scores of all time. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. So gonna, you're not complaining. I'm not complaining. Uh, so, all right, let's the transition since, since uh, the whole walking into the mu- museum and Party Man. Oh, God, that soundtrack just kills me. That Prince soundtrack. In a good way. Oh, yeah, I love it. I love it. So, that's actually my first Prince album. I didn't think about it. A, a friend of mine stole it for me years ago. It was really good. It's so good. But Party Man just makes me happy. Do you remember, too, like how he um, sampled the, every one of Jack Nicholson's lines? And, in one of our previous podcasts, I said, why don't people sample more? Because I just eat that shit he up. He sampled cause every line. I didn't realize how much he had sampled until I watched this. And I'm like, that's in a Prince song. That's in a Prince song. I didn't realize it myself. That's in a Prince song. Yeah, I knew... And where, and where is the Batman? Exactly. Where does he get those magnificent toys? Uh, They're just his... It's just great. Um, I will have to say that watching it again, Jack Nicholson is definitely my favorite Joker. I mean, I know that Heath Ledger did a great job, but... Two different different different, interpretations. Two different interpretations, but if I have to pick one... I'm going to go with Jack all day long. By far. He is yeah. really unbelievable. In this like, movie. I love the scene Jack where Nicholson. they're, like, in the museum, and he's, like, dancing around, and there's... Party like, man. I love My that. My favorite part of the museum is I when they go to kill... I thought you would wait for me to make the paintings better. <laughs> I love when they go... He goes to... Jack. Uh, when he... The, it was the last painting before Vicki Vale's dinner. Mm-hmm. He's like, not this one, Bob. I kind of like this one. That's a real painting, too, yeah. by the way. Oh, nice. Um, I wondered if it was um, Munch, uh, the scream. I, it looked uh, like the same. It's not. It's not. But um, I, sh- I should have written that down, but I didn't. Oh, it looked like it could have been a Chagall, but, to be honest. Just he did say Chagall, I think actually. It could have been a Chagall. I think he said I not the Chagall. I always thought it was a Chagall. Yeah. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, love the Prince soundtrack. Um, love the videos that accompanied it too. Let's go to the courthouse steps with the machine gun mimes. Machine gun mimes. Okay. Hello, be, Benny. It's time to pay the check. That would never happen in today's movies. They would never make a scene where, in a movie where people walk up to a courthouse press re- presser and fucking open fire. In today's climate of gun violence. Oh, you mean, oh, okay, but there's, again, that timeless old quality to I it. I love it. And I'm if you go saying. back to that whole thing where they were doing press conferences with Al Capone, it, it, we I do, think it's brilliant. Uh, look, we do still press conferences today like that that are out there and vulnerable so it could fucking happen that's what i mean but you wouldn't make a movie today with that as a like you might shy away from it a little bit but that it was a different time that's what i wrote it's a different world listen there's a there's a point where michael keaton uh gently pushes uh kim basinger down and tells her to shut up you oh could, i wrote you, that you, down you don't couldn't you do worry. that today holy shit i totally wrote I, that down. nice girl i like you up right now shut up Oh my God! I love the scene. Her. I he love the scene. It's a great scene because he's it, obviously it impassioned and he's got something to say. Yeah, and she needs to shut the fuck up. And he's not violent. No, he, he's just like and he's she like. She listens. She's like, oh shit, what's up? Yeah, like, like a he means good it. woman should. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go clean the toilets, bitch. That's why I married you. because uh, I can listen. Oh, by the way, uh, at that point, that's yeah, when uh, Vicky Vale starts screaming, and she screams twenty-three times after that. Oh screams what? Like how? Just screams. No, we don't even hear you do it. She's like. 
I so, was making sure she wasn't screaming, she screams fuck a lot. you! <laughs> so let me go back to the she museum. She screams a lot touch. in that movie. Since we're at the museum, I think I wrote this down <laughs> in the museum. The one thing I, I, or another thing that I love about this film is that I love all the sadistic clown toys that the Joker has. I love the fucking flamethrower lighter. <laughs> oh my god, that was awesome. I love the uh, the the flower, this water squirter the flower. Acid, yes. The acid, acid flower. I love the, um, the, the, the gun with the punching boxing glove that knocks out the television. Yeah. Um... Can we talk about Alfred for a second? He's basically Yenta. He's basically, I mean, he is like a Jewish aunt that's going to set you up. But, Bubala, why aren't you going out with this girl? She's so nice. <laughs> she really brings a good energy. All right, did you hate when Alfred introduced her and brought her into the back? Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. That's uh, later. Too far, too far. Let's right, Follow right. the timeline. The only photos she's taken so far? The only photos at this point she's taken so far because she hasn't. Right? It's of him in the alley. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's it. Him in the alley. I, that's and then, a, then he took her film. On his I, on his end, that's a nice scene. No, he, he it's took a nice her film scene. when they raised the masks. That was that was later. Okay. I, he, I haven't even gotten shows, to the museum I haven't even gotten to the museum in my well, notes we, yet. I think we kind of went to the we'll museum. No, stop. I'm sorry. Wait. Um, Beetlejuice with the television where he takes over the TV screens. So Beetlejuice. Buy my product. Blah, blah, right. blah. It was straight up Tim Burton Beetlejuice. Um, again, I wrote "What's going on," uh, and then I wrote "She sucks." Um, okay. The living work of art horror mask on Jerry Hall was so lame. She wasn't even scary. I don't think that there was a. I think that the shot was too quick. Mm-hmm. It was a very quick shot. I feel like, uh, and it was just this. Had we settled on it a little bit more, it, it would have been a little creepy. And it could. You're right. It could have been. It scarier. wasn't really that creepy. Yeah. It looked like. Oh look, she puts a Mo'Meal mask on her no, face. I don't, got, no, the mask I don't think itself. It was, I was just kind of like, why are we obsessing yeah. on this? No, I don't think it, scene. I don't think it was supposed to be scary. I think he said he's a homicidal artist. It's supposed to be. I look, make art right. until people die. It's supposed to look cool, and I think her fucked up face looked pretty cool for the second. All right, we can move on. I just kind of felt like he's a weirdo. He wanted her to look like a weirdo, so he yeah. was like, yeah, oh, my, yeah. Mask I just on. thought it was lame. Um. Every time there's a crash in an urban area, there's vegetables involved. <laughs> the cabbage. Or, oh my <laughs> So much cabbage. How come there's fucking fruit flying? Why are there vegetables I love, flying? Yeah, the only thing it's missing is two guys carrying a big pane of glass across the street. <laughs> <laughs> or like in in a marketplace. They should have had like a, a guy walking across the street with a fucking I thing of tomatoes. I don't give a shit. I love it. It harkens back to the old... 1940. I don't care. Yeah, I it kind of reminds me of like the old 1940s movies or the mafia movies yeah. where like there's a car crash, like a huge car crash, and there's always vegetables involved. They fly. They <laughs> fly. Like, they always go flying somewhere. I love it. Um, so then they go back to the Batcave after this whole. Yeah. Thing. Well, let me just. I, I have a note here. Okay. Batmobile still cool. Oh, so it's awesome. the coolest. Ever. I love the Batmobile uh, escape and the Batcave. Like I love yeah. that okay. chase sequence back to the Batcave. That cave. scene with the grappling hook is amazing because you always see guys just do Taking these quarters. fast and furious kind of yeah. turns, and they actually put like some science to it, where yeah. like the grappling hook is mm-hmm. what's going to get you through the turn. This car is too big to make a ninety degree exactly. turn. Exactly, exactly. Brilliant. I love, and it's fucking badass, and I love the fucking fiery butthole yeah, that the car has. That Batmobile the is so much I like the I fact that he sold put the... that. I'd buy one. They do. They the have money. a couple. They have a few that are for sale. Yeah. Oh, I would buy the 66 Batman Batmobile. If I if I had all the money in the world, yep. I would buy that tomorrow. Definitely. We saw it at the um, Barrett-Jackson. Barrett-Jackson. Did you, I would have stole it. No, we obviously didn't see it. How much was it sold for? I don't remember. $265,000 less, oh, I heard. I think uh, when Sebastian Bach had a ton of money, he bought one. 
What about the uh, 89 Batmobile? That, uh, that I don't know. That one I would buy. I think I remember MTV giving one away. Yes, that, there that, was a contest. Yeah, there was a that. contest to yep. win the Batmobile. It was called Steel, ba- Steel Batman's Batmobile, or Steal the Batmobile. That's so crazy. Yeah. I wonder whatever happened to that. I'd love to know the history on that. Um, I found that in my it. research, too. All right, so you were saying about... The Batcave. Bat he brings her back to the Batcave. Why is there a bat in a cage in the, yeah, the Batcave? Maybe that's a special bat. Maybe yeah. that's not like a parrot. They're strong talk. survivors. Why you keep I them in a cage, too. then? I was like, what's going on? Yeah, I, I actually, that might be the one scene I don't care for. It was the yeah. dumbest. Well, maybe he was injured. Maybe he was nursing him back oh. to health. Maybe he had an injured wing. Why you gotta justify that shit to make sense? I, I, I'm not. Because I, I can believe that no, shit. No, because no, well, you heard it. bats all the time when he steals her camera roll. Um, you she hear all the bats go screaming. I did love that, though. I love the fact that the, the uh, I, bat I, noises. I know, but that's why the one in the cage was so weird. And again, you, know, I, you know why? Because it was down by uh, their their level. So when the camera's down, you can see that there's a bat in the cage. I don't know why. She but sucks. Broken wing. He was trying to she take these broken wings. She sucks so bad. You can watch she her take suck. direction from someone. Ugh. Again, Christmas that whole Jones. that whole part where she kept like walking like behind him and kept trying, trying to like, trying to figure see, out who he was. See who he was. It was oh, so yeah. weird and uncomfortable. Yeah, and well, that's what I was like, referencing yeah. earlier. Like you literally saw someone behind the camera giving her direction. To try yeah. and figure out like who the Batman she, when, is. When she's in the Batcave and she's like, you could have taken that stuff to the police yourself. You know. He's like, but I like your boobies. <laughs> His violence towards women. <clears throat> uh, everyone would be super bent out of shape about that today. but it Who's was, violence towards women? When he pushed her down. Yeah. When we were talking oh, about Oh, so that earlier. was one of your notes? Yeah. It's yeah, that's because, because everyone's a fucking pussy oh now. Wait, pussy now. so then they go into, let's go into her apartment where he comes to get her, and Bruce Wayne is there, and the Joker's come to get her. She grabs a bowl of popcorn I off know. of the mantle, so and there's a scene where she's eating the popcorn <laughs> when they're fighting. Shut up. I yes, swear to God, she, she decides it. to eat a bowl of popcorn while the Joker and Bruce Wayne face off. Of right. course she does. We're going to pause for a second, because I just want to say this. I'm going to put that on. Peter Gruber and John Peters. They are the producers of this uh, this movie. Now, you may ask yourself, who are these guys? Well, I'll tell you who these guys are. What you want to do right now is you want to do yourself the biggest favor you're ever going to do. And you want to go on your internet and you want to search Kevin Smith uh, uh, Superman script, Superman movie. So Kevin Smith was hired to do Superman Returns or whatever. He wrote a script. The Death of Superman. Yeah. Or The Return of Superman. The Return of Superman. So he wrote a script. He was he, w- he went to do his next project. He saw a Superman script. Long story short, he has this huge story about the, the people who own the rights to Superman were the very guys that produced this film. And he went to talk to one of them about doing the Superman film. It is brilliant. It's still on YouTube. It's out there. It is awesome. And this guy is crazier than a shithouse fucking rat, this producer. And I guarantee you, all the crazy shit that we're talking about was most likely the idea of these fucking producers that are nuts. That's hilarious. The bat in the cage, guaranteed. <laughs> guaranteed you it's a fucking producer call. That's really funny. Um, Where we leave off? After she eats a bowl of popcorn. The popcorn. So that's what brought... I bet you the popcorn... You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. He's amazing in oh, that man. scene. Oh, man. I love amazing that scene. Amazing in that scene. Because we finally see his insanity come out. Yeah. Like, oh, man. There you go. Too fucking And even the Joker's guy. calm about it. He's like, I need to kill this guy. He's fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> It's awesome. And that's when we have the first, you know, flashback. And um, it's really fun to watch her realize that he's left her alone. Like, 
he doesn't She's really like, give a shit about protecting her. It's about himself. Mm-hmm. Like, in, in that scene to me, she, he disappears yeah. and leaves her. Yeah, but her he realizes life. that this is the dude that killed his parents. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know, but what, exactly. I it would has, get lost in that too. It has nothing to do with her. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, her apartment's been broken into. The psychopath's after her, and all he can think about is how the psychopath affects him. To me, that's part of what you guys are talking about, where you see his insanity. Yeah. He no longer gives a shit about the yeah, yeah. about the welfare so of this woman. If yeah. he can save the woman, great. But it's more about confirming mm-hmm. that this dude killed his parents. Whatever she's just it's fucking the revenge. It is. She just becomes sidebar. It's interesting. It was interesting to watch because I'm like, uh, this is not about her anymore. And she's looking around like, holy shit, holy yeah. shit, holy shit. I'm alone. It's a tennis match. Go ahead, what were you saying? No, I was going to say, it's evident when she picks up the tray and it's got the bullet hole in it and she's just like, what the fuck? Where'd he go? I'm all by myself. Mm -hmm. See, to me, when she was looking around like, uh, he was here a second ago. And he's not and he here disappeared now. Like, like Batman. he was kind of hiding in the corner when the whole thing kind of started. When that's what I mean. When the thing started, like instead of him coming to her rescue, he, he disappeared, and <sighs> she's now left alone with the Joker, and some guy who she thought she, I mean, that she had slept. He with. was dead though, because the Joker. No, shot. Before, no it was before that, when they, when the Joker first comes in the apartment, he slanks off. And well, disappears. He's well, he's trying to figure out what, what, what he's going to do. do next. Yeah. I understand, but as a woman, you expect the dude in the room... He knows who it is, though. What like, are you going to do? I... Uh, you know hey, what? excuse me. You have to go now. But from a woman's <laughs> perspective, you're like, uh, what the hell? Where'd you go? You Where'd you go? He didn't give a fuck about her anymore. Oh, he was... chicks just want us to get killed for you. That's all you want. Okay. Listen, then. hold no, on. Let's move on. When, 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 Jack says, <laughs> when Jack says to Michael Keaton... Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale middle of the night? And he just shuts off and he goes, What did you say? Yeah, I love it. It's amazing. That's it's an fantastic. amazing, amazing it's scene. But that's what I mean. Yes, it is. It is. It's, it's no longer about her. I agree He's with you. He's not trying to protect her. It doesn't it, it, mean a uh, shit about her. The movie ain't about her. I understand, but as Thank a woman God. watching the woman ah. realize that it's not about her when you think it's a love story in some right. respect is kind it's of fucking not, interesting. Definitely not a love story. Um,. Why would she oh, wait, still wait, hold, open hold, the box? Hold on, like just real quick. There, there, there was a scene in in that when he was trying to like explain to uh, Kim Basinger why he's Batman and why his relationships will never work for him. I just thought that was really awesome. When she got up and like left him hanging when, when the doorbell yeah, was ringing. Yeah, exactly. But that's a really that's a that's really like the cornerstone of what Batman is. It's like I want to make a connection with you, but I can't. Yeah, like even 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 when he. Even when she knows that he's actually Batman, it's like, you know by the next movie, it's not going to work. Right. Because he's not... And it exacerbates the point of of what we're all saying. And he, he hearkens that. he that. didn't give a shit about he her in the end. That, but so it's not that. He just gives a shit more about earlier, his, his, his mission. Earlier in the screenplay, he, he said something that alluded to that. He says, like, uh, you know, I had... Uh, pro, you know, I had issues... And uh, I couldn't reconciling reconcile them, and she had trouble reconciling them. Basically, kind of alluded to the fact that I've tried this before, and it didn't work. Right. Uh-huh. Well, that's why he's always been like the womanizer because right. he can't settle down with anybody. But it's actually like a logical explanation. Oh, I know. But girls, that only drives girls crazy. Mm-hmm. You can't say they only I want have more. A, yeah, they only want it more. It works on people. It's a human nature thing. Yeah, I know. Um, why would she still open the box that the Joker sent to her? I know. I wouldn't. At the end of that scene, after everything happens... It's a button and on the scene. I don't know. Boom. Uh, okay. 
You, why you get so much logic in this movie doesn't require that much logic. It's I've just had a hard fun. time paying attention. I'm having a hard time, man. <laughs> yeah. That's literally. I got my up note. a couple of times. I was like, I'll be. Don't you don't have to pause it. I'll be right back. <laughs> the romantic stuff is so terrible. Yes, yeah, I wrote that. Batmobile through the chemical plant and thirty dudes just standing around waiting for him was really again. Um, I did love that though. I love the fact that it shot out the fucking steel plate. Wait, plated let's get to the parade. Door. We're getting ahead. All right, we've got to no. get to the that parade. That is not. No, it isn't. No. That's oh, is it? Yeah, okay. trust okay. me. He the blows poli- up Axis chemicals. Yeah. Oh, oh, right, 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 awesome. Yeah, just like that, he blows up the place. Plot holes. Oh, there's a there's a plot holes in the film, but whatever. then the parade starts with the fucking Prince music pa- again. No, it's uh, trust. Yeah. Who Trust. do you? And Trust. I'm like, does the Prince music really go? So when you ask if it if it stands the test of time, I mm. wonder to myself, does the Prince music really go? Standing the test of time. I don't does know. Does that? I, I feel like we've seen it too much, and it's too much a part yeah. of our childhood. To well, mm. yeah, like you can't you can't un- you can't yeah. unsee it. You seems can't unring that bell. Seems such an odd it's choice in retrospect. I, parade is weird. Here's my thing with Party Man and Trust, especially. I feel like those songs were specifically written for those scenes. Like, were they written before the movie came out? Or did he watch the movie and then choreograph? Because it, it feels like I would say they the song a- is choreographed to Jack Nicholson's... I would know. I would uh, say that they gave him an idea. Uh-huh. Like, this is what we're going to... This is this movie. But they... Well, how, then call Prince a genius because... Yeah, with the genius. with the museum scene and Party Man and Trust... Or Jack Nicholson. It just seems like... All the choreography it's is so funny is, is because so I feel set up that's that. the one like thing these, that feels dated bet, to me. That's you, the one thing uh, that feels dated. I bet you that he wrote the music first. Mm-hmm. They played it during the scenes, and Jack Nicholson. Hubba hubba hubba! Who do you trust? Yeah, because at the, the end beat. he hits the bam. Yeah, bam, bam, bam. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. So they're playing the music while while he's shoot, shooting yeah, the scene. I think right. I'm assuming Jack Nicholson kind of did his thing around that music. Yeah. Um... One of my notes was, and this is just a general note, film could be darker. Um, mm-hmm. The one thing I that I had issue with was the fighting, the fight choreography. I, I thought it could be better. It's hard to move in that scene. I, I, I agree with you on that. And it doesn't bother me, but I agree with yeah. you. Yeah. Because he's Batman. Like, that's what I love about I mean, it's not like, listen, Batman versus Superman stinks, but the fighting scenes are, are fucking ridiculous. amazing. Are CGI. No, they're ridiculous. No, they're it's good. amazing. And, and so, so, so the fight scenes with the Nolan trilogy, too. Absolutely. Uh, you know. You know, uh, and the Foley with the fighting. Like, the punches. Oh, my God. The Foley was terrible in this movie. The gunshot. Like pew! I was just going to say. I love the, the can sound effects. With, no. the, with the guns. Poof! It was some dead. I'm like, boom. It was like the it. West. It was like old West sounds. They like took all like the old like, spaghetti like the West. I, I didn't so like weird. The, the, the punches sounded like they were muffled in another room. Like I didn't like that. I didn't that. care like, for the falling. I know that you want to hear like, made me laugh. like wet meat like, slapping. Yeah, and and maybe that's and maybe that's ridiculous. But and, and maybe that's what we're used to. So maybe I should go. Maybe, maybe that's what they tried to do. Maybe they tried to make them realistic. But in my opinion, like it just it didn't mm-hmm. hit that. Climax to go along with this, not that I'm done with the parade yet, but at the end of the parade where his ridiculous toy gun takes down the Batmobile mm-hmm. with like no, a pew the pew! Bat the Batwing. The Batwing. What? Like the 21 inch. I, I agree. It was a little bit ridiculous, but it was also a little bit hilarious. <sighs> Here, I didn't like it. Hold on. I did not care for that. I need to give Wally the floor because you need to talk about Bob. That character, oh. actor. Tracy um, Walters. Tracy Walters. Tracy Walters. Oh, Walters. I, I'm gonna this give, is my brother Daryl. Am I other brother Daryl? Yeah. Give, give Wally, <laughs> give Wally a moment to talk about that because Wally knows too much about this actor to begin well, with. Well, he's a character actor. He's been around for a long time, and this is one of the first things he I was on Newhart. 
if you yeah. didn't get my reference. Yeah, and this is one of the, I think this is probably one of the movies that we saw him in, and we all were like, that guy. Again. Again. But Tony and the Destroyer. He's going, on, he's going on to be prolific in Hollywood. He was in Silence of the Lambs. Like, I think yeah. that was his I feel like role. that's the same about Booger. Booger's still mm-hmm. on American oh, Dad. Uh, uh, Curtis, Armstrong. Curtis Armstrong. He's still on American Dad playing fucking he, Booger. Right. Booger's good, though. I love Curtis Armstrong. I know, but he's Tracy still playing Walter, the same on the other hand, I'm not a big fan of. I gotta tell you. What? No. He's not that good. He's not great. You know, and and this is he's one of the first character actors that that fills these supporting roles. And no offense, Tracy. He's recognizable. Know, recognizable, and, that's, so, and I think that that's why he gets the roles. Yes, because he's got that face. Yes, like, I want that guy. And he was a recognizable role that people could give roles to and be like, "Look, he's a character actor. But, I've man, seen him in blah blah as blah." As far as a strong actor, I'm just I'm not feeling it. There's a couple scenes in the film where I'm like, "Okay, he did it, all right." And I loved him in Silence of the Lambs. I thought that was the that was the role he actually. I love Conan Destroyer. That movie's terrible. Um, can we go back to the movie? Why did Batman fly through the poison fucking cloud of Smilex? And oh, then the, the gas and all that. And stuff the balloons. And the balloons. And then cut the balloons and let them go into and space. Into atmosphere. So yeah. they could float down and poison some other town. That's what I was no, wondering, too. No, because they're going into space, They were going to float they? up. I don't know. Yeah, but everything that goes up, up must come no, down. They physics, float up. Physics. But there's only so much of that poison gas in there, so they float up, get rid of the what gas, What happens when those float things down. float down Oh, you should worry someone. about the fucking turtles in the balloons while you're <laughs> at it, too. It's <laughs> a fucking comic book movie. The, the gas dissipates. I'm worried about smothering the turtles with the balloons. No turtle is that big. It's going to eat that It's going to land in the ocean, dum-dum. That... Balloon is the size of a football field. And can smother a fucking turtle. <laughs> Listen, I love the... <laughs> I love that scene because they use miniatures and it reminds me of the HBO intro with the... And nobody uses that anymore and I just thought it looked great in that movie and... Let's talk just, about that moment where everyone jizzed their pants and that's the moment where the bat wing goes up and through the clouds, pauses for a split second in the moon. Oh. And then falls back again. And Let me tell you something. Down. They made a ride at Six Flags in New Jersey that, wrote it. that was that. Exactly what you're talking about. I would ride that. The Batman ride, ride was a roller coaster that went as fast as it could up straight and you up. You laid down like that. And then you ended up straight up. And once you hit the top, you just went back down the track. Backwards. Just to be Batman. Fast. Yeah, that literally, and it's funny because watching that scene happen, I'm like, we went on that ride in New Jersey. So I never realized that until. Me, all right, so I know we're we're getting there, but you made me talk about Tracy Walter. I want to talk about the other supporting cast in this film. Okay, go ahead. Let's talk about uh, Commissioner Gordon, Pat Hingle. Fucking great. Old school. I love Pat. Clint Hingle. Eastwood Westerns, yeah, man. That guy is awesome. He did a great job. I like Michael Goff, too, as, as Goff Offer. is great, yeah. I mean, and he had a prolific career with Tim Burton. I, I always think of his role when he did uh, Sleepy Hollow. Great. Yeah. Great. And I love that Tim Burton's still using the same actors all these years it. later. I 20 years later, he's still using. actors. Man. I do, too. I love it. Um, just like in Beetlejuice, the end of this movie, she, he's dragging her off to marry the monster. She doesn't want to go. It's Quasimodo, man. They're climbing know, up the bell tower. Know, and that was added. That was that was one of those late script things oh that God. Jack had something to do with. The fight in the bell tower was so bad, though. You can't tell what's happening. It's so dark. You can't mm-hmm. see who's fighting who. This, is, this brings you back to the fight, because the choreography... She's the worst actress ever. Okay, stop it. <laughs> so my we, last we note. It. That was my last right. note about so, her. So, let's, let's talk <laughs> about the bell, tower, the bell tower scene. So... All the fighting was wretched. 
Except when he fights that one main tough guy. The black guy with, with the, the scars the, on with his the face. Indiana, with the Indiana Jones scene? No. no with, with the, the bell, where he face. jumps no, off the, the bell. The, the, she's right. Oh. The black guy with the scars on his face. Now, that guy has been in... I, don't, I didn't do my research, but he's been in a ton of films, and I think he is a fight choreographer. That was the best fight. The guy that yeah. beats the shit out of Batman, basically. That guy's amazing. And he's been in a ton of stuff. I think he works with Wesley Snipes a lot, to be honest. Oh, interesting. Maybe yeah. he's like a stunt double or something for him. I think he him. might be. And I think he's, a mar- huh. I think he's definitely martial, martial arts trained. Interesting. He, that was one of the best fights of the film. Yeah. Even though Batman got his ass handed to By the way, where did the henchmen were just waiting in the cathedral? Yeah, like, just like they were at Axis Chemical. Yeah. Just waiting. That's what That made a little did. more sense. No, no, like, Joker just goes no, up to the top of the cathedral. It was very random that he goes up to the cathedral. Yeah, none of it made yeah, sense. Yeah, that was a little weird. It's a plot hole. I still love this scene. I don't care. The end goes on. Far too long and dangling. Spare me. That that's literally my note. Uh, we're gonna end this with my. Problem. Oh, I'm far from no. no not, I have I'm not, notes. Not, I have I'm notes. Not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Those are my notes. Well, so so you didn't care for the fight scene, but I I like the ending of it. I like that they were in the bell tower. I like the oh, no, I, love I created you, you created me I love thing. It. I like the Absolutely Joker's death it. with the laughter track in his pocket, like with the thing in his pocket. I <laughs> like the I like the, and I like the teeth when he, when he hit him with the teeth. Yeah. And it, it is spit out his little chattering teeth. I mean, the, the, the dialogue between... Yeah, but the dialogue is... Some of it's hilarious, but some of it's, like, very dark, too. Oh, yeah, very, very dark. Well, yeah. and I think that that's what, what they were... about, Brain? I think that I that's what they you. were trying to recreate with um, the newest Batman and Joker thing, where the Batman was hanging upside down and the Joker's talking to it's him. It's about and escalation. Ha- and it's about the fact that they created that each other. Real. That I exist. That was more real. But the, the theme yeah. is the same. The yeah. theme is, I'm only That's here because you're here. Which it. came first, me or you? Do we create each they're other? Yin, you're, they're yin and yang. Yeah. And that's the conversation that's had in both of those films. I just like Jack Nicholson's version better. Do you really? Oh, completely. Yeah. Completely. I did not care for I, Heath I can, I, I can differentiate it. Like I mean, differentiate I both versions of Van Halen. Okay, I can see your point. Um, Alfred. Oi. That's my last note. Okay. Did you know that they uh, Jack didn't was apprehensive to play the Joker, and they asked Robert Williams, and he said yes. No shit. And that Warner, been interesting. Warner Brothers used that as a bargaining chip to get Jack back. Sure. No and shit. Robin Williams was very, very pissed. Well, you know, it's funny. I, I because, imagine. because if Tim Burton was going to do a third one, they wanted to put the Riddler in there, and they wanted Robin Williams, and Robin Williams told them to go fuck themselves <gasps> until him. he got a proper apology. Wow. For wow. being used as a bargaining chip. Yeah. Wow. Which is funny because he went on to do um, Aladdin, the genie, and I feel like the genie. There's a lot of Joker going on. That's what there. I mean. I feel like the genie is like a nice much Joker. better way G-rated to use. Joker. Yeah. Yeah, to use that character for oh, himself. He was great as the genie. That's how, what I mean. How about um? And let's let's be honest. I mean, fucking Jim Carrey was amazing as the Riddler. He was the best part of that fucking Absolutely. terrible movie. And I'm glad that Robin Williams wasn't in it because it would have made that movie a million times worse. Uh, Don Johnson was almost Harvey Dent. Uh, oh, hey. How do you feel about Billy, Billy D. Williams? We didn't, okay. give, we didn't give him uh, a... You know, it's funny because in one right. of my first page of notes, my yeah, first page of okay. notes was, um, Harvey Dent is a black man. Strange for the time. Like, was that progressive? Like, making Harvey that. Dent, like, I, Billy I did, D. Williams, at, at casting the, Billy D. Williams, was that, like, progressive? This. I will say this. At the time, I thought it was awesome. I, I did, too. I did, too. It's Billy D. It's Billy D. Williams. I agree 100%. And, the, and I feel like that's why Gen X, yeah, we still exist, y'all. 
Um, I feel like that's why Gen X goes under the radar so much because we just didn't give a shit about stuff. We didn't care if you care. were gay. We didn't care if you were a different color. Just we didn't it. care if you had big fluffy hair. Yeah. Just do the thing that we want you to do and do it well. And we and didn't I, give a shit. I will say this. When Batman Forever came out, I was so mad that Billy D. Williams wasn't cast. Mm-hmm. And he thought... Yeah. And he thought... Me too. He, the, one of the reasons he accepted that role was because he thought he was eventually going to be able to play Two-Face. Exactly, and it was really confusing. That was a little bit confusing to me at and that time. And you know time. what? As a director, as, as, as a creative, like, man, I would have loved... I personally would have loved to work with Billy D. Williams as Two-Face. Mm-hmm. I thought that... I, He'd been I, cool. That would have been yeah, great. Yeah, absolutely. But I think this is where the producers get Because he's so cool. And, like, seeing him play... Harvey Two-Face we fucking crazy producers get their fingers in things and they go hey my buddy wants to be in this film we're gonna Mm -hmm. make room and we're gonna recast blah 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 because my buddy the polo player wants to be in your movie what's his fucking name I don't know who you're talking about Two-Face Tommy Lee Jones yeah Tommy Lee Jones well look hey, he's an asshole by the way yeah but whatever look I met Tommy Lee Jones well we're not getting him on this podcast I guess guess which is too bad because he's in Wellington right now is he really it's polo season, isn't oh, it's it? Polo season. Yeah. Oh, it's over. Hey, look. It's over. Maybe. Look. That was his coming out party. Tommy Lee Jones playing Two Face. He it was one again once again in the nineties. He sucked in that movie anyway. They didn't give him much. They gave him a couple nothing. girls. They gave him Debbie Mazar and fucking Drew Barrymore. That's what they much. gave him. He just it was Riddler a stole for that him movie. To be nuts. Yeah, Riddler stole that movie. Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones so wasn't great. Consider, but that's a different movie. Consider this too, because this was also a consideration. And try to picture this, this in your mind. Bowie was considered for the Joker. I would, I would kind of like that. Mm, no, uh, no. Mm-hmm. I don't know the Goblin no. King. I could see it. With I don't a, think he's an director. actor. It's just, I mean, no, just, just like fantastical casting. No, I don't think that. so. I, I don't kind of rather can... see Robin Williams. I think yeah. Robin Williams would have done a great job. Yeah, I feel. Like I would have rather seen Robin Williams as the the Riddler. No, Joker. I could see Joker. Joker. I could see. Robin you you gonna take Jack out of that though? No, never. No, I would never but if take Jack out of that. If it's not Jack, then and I, I did. I did not. Because Jack to... has the gravitas to yeah, be serious and, and maniacal and nuts, where you know, I mean, Robin does too. Because as you, you saw, saw in Robin's later work, he could be. Mm-hmm. A, but he's a too dog. sweet. Like there's a niceness about him. Where yeah, Jack and, Nicholson and, looks uh, maniacal the whole yeah. time. Watch uh, what was that one photo? Photo map. Yeah. See, I like the other one he was in. I like the other one that he was in with. Uh, Pacino in Alaska. Oh yeah, Insomnia. oh Insomnia. Oh, that was uh, Christopher that was Nolan. Whoa. Uh, circle the wagons back around to that. Yeah, he was so good. Nolan doing that. So okay, so while we're sitting here, do you think? Well, this is what I think is neat. After all this time, and I think it's more younger people now that think that I, there's. I see a lot of um, online demand to bring Michael Keaton back. And there has been since they started the so, whole like reboot. I'll, I'll go. I'll go around. Who's your Who's your favorite Batman? Oh man, Are you fucking mm. kidding me? This isn't Ben Affleck. Nah. He was good. He was good though. He was good. He was good in a in a puddle of shit. He was very good. Yeah, I think he just got handed what he got handed and did his best. So hard. how many Batmans are there? Are we counting? Uh, yeah, you can count Adam, Adam West. West. Yeah, <laughs> Adam West, Michael Keaton, Val, Val Kilmer, Kilmer, George, George Clooney. Clooney. And Christian Bale. Christian Bale, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Okay, let me, all right, if you don't want to answer that question, let me ask you this. If they made The Dark Knight Returns, which is right where Michael Keaton's age is, would you want to see him back as that older Batman? I could totally see Because mm-hmm. I would... Yeah. I would hurt people to make that happen. 
Yeah. I think I that would be that. amazing. I think if you did the, I want somebody to do Batman Beyond. Uh, and the and the rumor, the biggest rumor is, if they're toying with that idea to bring Michael Keaton back as an elderly Batman. I'm telling you, I like Michael and Keaton I'm okay as with Batman and Batman okay Beyond would blow my mind. We need. Have you watched Batman Beyond? Well, no. <laughs> you have it still. No, I was on, I had it on VHS. Okay, well we have two V. VCR. Oh, so no, I don't have that. I don't have it's it. It's too bad. I'll it's so it. fucking good. I may have. It's been a while. I, I, I can't remember. It's so good. Oh no, you'd remember. You would. It's remember. amazing. Because I will watch it on repeat. If I had nothing else to watch, I could watch that show repeatedly. Cool. It's probably on that DC streaming service, but fuck you, streaming service. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know who my favorite Batman is. You know, I think he was a great yeah, Batman. You know I really favorite? do think he was. It's I'm too bad you. it's only two movies. I'll, I'll, tell I'll, tell you. I'll tell you this. It's between. Christian Bale and Michael Keaton. Mm-mm. Go for it, Star. Well, what do you got? The guy who voiced over Batman. Oh, in Dark Kevin Night. Conroy. Yeah, Kevin Conroy. He's is my a favorite lot of people's Batman. favorite Batman. He's literally my favorite Batman. Oh, nice. In, uh, in the animated series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Batman yeah. animated series. And a lot of people think Mark Hamill's the best Joker because of that. Oh, yeah, high so ten. High ten. That so shit. So good because and, that's and where Harley Quinn thing. started. Let's go back to okay. We just True. touched on this with Billy D. Williams being Two Face. Why didn't they fucking cast Mark Hamill as the Joker? I mean, yeah, I love, we love Jack Nicholson, obviously, but I... He wasn't doing the voice yet. That didn't come until, like, 91. That's true. You're right. But, uh, you know, I, I, I just, I love the fact of working with actors that are, that have the passion and can do it. And, and, and Billy D was good. Especially they, was good. They didn't give yeah. him enough. They, they didn't give him enough. enough and, uh, you it's know, kind of boring. working yeah. with people to try to get him out of there, you know, like Mark Hamill, he's always Luke Skywalker. Well, you know what? Maybe he's not. Maybe you can really work with that no, guy. No, I think he's definitely, like, cemented his legend, especially with he, as the voice of the he Joker. He did a great yeah. job on, uh, I think he was on, what, Flash? Yes. And he was yeah. great. I don't remember. And he was Flash in the 90s yeah. series and then played the same the same character in the current uh, episode and of the Flash. And he was great. He was a crazy kind of like Luke Perry. Oh, so sad about Luke Perry. Luke Perry? Perry was the Flash? Yeah. No. Um, no. Um, anyway. All right, kids. Well, so that's our opinion. Is that, are we done? Aren't we? Are we going to rate it? Oh, one to ten? One to five? Oh, B minus. One B minus? It was a fucking A minus until I grew up. What would you give it? A I'd B give plus? it a straight A. Not an A plus, but a straight A. Like, uh, having watched it, seeing it from a different perspective. I could raise it to a B plus. I would give it a B plus. I'd yeah. give it a B plus. Okay. Yeah, I would say mm-hmm. B plus. Dark Knight's still my favorite. That's an A plus. Yeah. Uh, real, real quick. Um, Dark Knight Returns, Christmas movie. Change my mind. On that note, motherfuckers, we're out of here. Try not to s any d's on your way to the P. <laughs> See you later, fuck face. Goodbye. Goodbye.